Hello, Patriots. I'm Lee Watts, and this is Patriot Point, your source for Kentucky news and analysis from a conservative, Christian, and common sense point of view. Well, I want to start off by wishing all of you patriots a Merry Christmas. And to all of you liberals, I'll give you a Merry Christmas too. I won't even give you a bad humbug. I'm glad you're watching. Probably be good for you if you watched every week. Well, this week we're going to be talking about the Kentucky governor's race, uh, the possibilities of a runoff, and somebody who just dropped out. Yes, we used to have 12 different Republicans who were running for governor. But on Tuesday of this week, one of those candidates dropped out, uh, and it was Kentucky State Representative Savannah Maddox. Uh, she's from Northern Kentucky, uh, has announced that she has dropped out of the race, leaving it down to 11 candidates. Uh, now, I think out of those 11, there's about six of them which are actually have a chance they're viable candidates. Now, if you have, though, 11 people who are running and you split 100% of the vote between 11 people, uh, that, that means you could wind up getting just 11 or 12% of the vote and you would have more votes than anybody else. Under current Kentucky law, you don't have to get 51% of the voters to vote for you. All you have to get to win the election is more votes than anybody else. That is uh, Kentucky law 118.245. Now, it didn't used to be that way. There, it used to be in Kentucky that we would have runoff elections. And it says you have to get at least 40% of the vote before you can win the election. But we had a politician back a few years ago, he's still in office today, uh, that is Kentucky State Senator Damon Thayer. And he didn't like that idea you had to get 40%. He thought you should just have to get more than everybody else. So uh, he proposed that and it got approved. And that's why that is the law today because that's what Senator Thayer put up. Now, uh, and now, however, there's this unintended consequence. You've got all of these people running, which means if somebody were to get, say, 20 or 25%, there is a very legitimate chance if you can get 25% that you might win the election. So now they're considering what to do about that. And we're going to talk about the possibility of putting a runoff law into place here in a second. But first, I want to talk about how the, the lieutenant governor law, they changed that a few years ago. And they said that a governor no longer has to choose a lieutenant governor running mate until after the governor has already won the primary election. I don't like this law because they're asking me to buy something and pay for it before I know actually what I'm buying. Um, because the lieutenant governor, through uh, different circumstances, there's more than one path for them to actually become governor. Uh, so I don't like that idea. And we got a lot of people who are running right now who never would have run for governor if they had still made the lieutenant governor uh, be chosen before. And we'd have about half as many as we have right now. So we'll see if they're going to undo that in years to come. Now let's talk about undoing this law uh, because some people are like, hey, we've got 11 people running and there's a possibility of one or two big candidates getting into the race before the deadline in early January, making it again 12, maybe 13. Uh, so they're like, well, maybe we should make a law up real quick in the first few months of the year saying you have to get 40 or you know 50% of the votes. Now, here's the reason why that'd be a bad idea is because you've had people running for governor now for a year or more. And then now very late in the game, you would if they change the rules, 
that is going to lead to some lawsuits, which will be a gigantic legal debacle. Uh, and it tends to favor one person over another. Think about this. A runoff election narrows the field down to two or three big candidates. This helps the big party candidates that have all the establishment people behind them. But if you do not have a runoff, then you have the candidates who are kind of more of a long shot, but are still legitimate candidates. Uh, they actually have a chance because, again, if they can get 20% of the vote, 25, there is a very legitimate chance somebody who can get that much might actually win. And some of the more, what I would consider, establishment candidates are going to be fighting among the other main establishment candidates and dividing those votes up three or four, five different ways. And by the time you divide that up three or four ways, that takes it, it, takes it down to about 25%. So uh, the, we don't have runoff elections law in Kentucky today. We used to. They got rid of it, but it may or may not be a good idea to put that back in. Here's one other factor to consider for those who are fiscally conservative. Uh, it is estimated it costs the state of Kentucky about $10 million to run a statewide election. So if we put a runoff election law back on the books uh, and we, we wind up doing that, it's probably going to cost you Kentucky taxpayers $10 million that could have been sent to any other program in the state. So uh, those are some of the main factors to consider back and forth with the now 11 candidates who are currently running. Um, what I want to do is I want to find out what separate, these are all Republicans. So I want to find out what separates one Republican from another. And I want to look at like maybe the top, the top three or four candidates uh, because those are the ones that actually have a legitimate chance right now. We'll see how it turns out. I want to know what you would like to know about them. I want to develop a survey uh, that we can send these questions to these different candidates. And I will encourage them to fill it out, not with a yes or no, but you actually write out in detail what you're for, why you're for it, what you're against, why you're against it. Uh, so that we can, I'll get on air and we'll just do a show on each one of them saying this is where they stand. And at the end of looking at the different answers, we, the viewers, the conservatives of Kentucky, will know what actually makes a difference between this candidate and that candidate. Uh, because the commercial can make them sound like they're for anything, and all the commercials are really going to say pretty much the same thing. We as conservatives want to know the nitty-gritty, what makes one person a better choice than another. This candidate is an opportunity for you to shine. And you, conservative patriots, Send in, in the comments section of this video, send in those questions that you would like me to send to them, and uh, we'll bundle them up, and I look forward to giving you the answers that they send back after the first of the year. Well, that's what we have this week. So, until next week, a very Merry Christmas to you, and remember that liberty is not a spectator sport.